Hello, hello. Happy early Turkey Day for those of you listening stateside. For those of you around the world, thank you guys for tuning in for another episode of The Kitmen Show. If you could go ahead, follow us on Instagram at underscore the Kitmen. It would be greatly appreciated. We do fun little things like daily polls, questions, and we respond to your thoughts and DMs. Lots to talk about this weekend in the Premier League, but first, we're going to respond and discuss your DMs that you guys have sent us over the week. Then we're going to rank our top 10 right backs in the Premier League have a question and answer session where we go around each ask a question, discuss that. And then at the end of the episode, a brand new segment called Personal Testimonies, where we're each just going to go around, say something interesting that happened in the week. Hope you guys enjoy the episode, and let's get right into it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to an all-new episode of the Kit Men Show. As always, I'm here with Delette on my left, Josh on my right, Owen on the phone in Colorado. What's going on, guys? What's up? How's it going? How's it going? Very, very good. So, first and foremost, today we are going to start off by responding to the viewers' DMs, their questions, and their thoughts. First, Kyle Trost says, need a big segment on how good he is in reference to Jack Grealish. How good has he been this season, guys? Exceptional. Absolutely exceptional. Stupendous. Yeah, I mean, I said it last week. I think he's going to get forced out in January. He's playing that good. There's no way that, that, like, there's, like, every team wants him. It's just a matter of who's going to come knocking. Yeah. Whoever has the money for him or wherever he wants to go. Dude, the way he plays is just it's so nice. Yeah. You see him in the international games. He did, like, a flick over one of the Belgian defenders. No, I didn't like, that. Man, I don't know how to describe it. Suarez did a similar flick over somebody where it's like rolls up behind him and it's like bobbling a little bit. He mm-hmm. flicks it up with the back of his heel over his head. Oh, and it's yeah. Just like perfect right over his head, too. Like, didn't go any, like, too far with this. So nice. Michael Santos says, Is Aubameyang on the downward trend? Delet, do you think Aubameyang's on the downward trend? He's just out of form? What is it? I don't even think he's out of form, too. It's like. Like, he gets, like, one shot a game. Like, what are you going to do? So who do you think it is? Is it more, like, Arteta in his style of play? Oh, yeah, definitely Arteta. I mean, it's like we dropped Meza Ozil in the summer and then didn't sign any sort of replacement. It was kind of expected that we were going to struggle on the creative side. Maybe not this bad, but, yeah. I feel bad for him, though. It's like, like being a striker in a team that doesn't make chances, and it's just, like... It's impossible. It just, it just has to be, like, boring, too. <laughs> I, mean, I know you're saying he looked disinterested, right? Yeah, I was saying, yeah. like, today, he just looked so disinterested yeah. in, like, what was going on. He was like, damn, I have to go play now. Like, it, it felt like a high school game where he doesn't want to play. He's just like, oh, okay, let me go. I, I, I have a game today. Let me go. Let's just get this out the way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we were we heard that podcast, um, Sam Tai was saying that our tennis style of play forces Aubameyang to play like Sterling, oh, not as many touches. Today was different, though. Today was different. I, I liked it better, because honestly, we had Willick in there, who, even though I don't think he's refined enough yet to be, like, our sole creative player, he did all right today. And, I mean, whenever Saka came on, it was, like, instantly, like, four chances off the bat of that. I mean, it's just... Yeah, I don't think it's a bombing though. I think it's just the Arsenal team struggling. Cal okay. McCann says he wants to hear us talk about how Leeds and their defensive inconsistencies could symbol that people have figured out Bielsa ball. Um, I'll respond to that since I like Leeds a lot. I, I don't think that people have figured out Bielsa ball. I just think the quality of his players aren't to the standard that he wants because his defensive scheme is basically when you're one-on-one and will go counterattack. So I think that if he had better defenders, I know his center backs are a major problem for him, and how many numbers he commits forward. Um, I just think they're really susceptible on counterattack, and they don't they don't win those one v ones when they need to win those one v ones. Yeah, I don't think they've been figured out yet. They've only been in the league for like two months. Yeah, two yeah. months. I I think it's too early to say that they've been figured out really. Yeah. All right, now we ranked our top ten right backs in the Premier League. Just missing out on the top 10 in a tie. Luke Ayling and Kyle Walker-Peters. Kyle Walker-Peters was on Owen's list, 
Owen, how come you put him on your list? Uh, yeah, you thought it was Kyle Walker. <laughs> <laughs> no, I put Okay, that's fair. I had Luke Ayling. None of you guys had Luke Ayling. I think you've been a little bit harsh to him. I think he's very good. I think he's very good. He's good defensively. He's good going forward. He's a leader in the locker room. I mean, he's... You're in it? No, no, no. I want to watch the Lee's documentary. No, you know, that's, that's, why, that's why Man City's... Uh, <laughs> Man City's been struggling. Yeah, Ro- Ro- Ron hasn't been there. there. He's in the other one. Rohan would have been getting onto their captains. Yeah. No, no, no. In the Leeds documentary, they were saying... Like he's the leader of the how team. big of a leader he is. Um, I just don't. I don't know who my fucking Luke Ailey is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't know who any of the Leeds players Dude, are. You're the, disrespecting the I saw the, the list. Players. I saw all the, the just English know, dudes on it. I didn't recognize any of them. I just knew. Yeah. Just knew. But Bedford. Yeah, Bedford. Bedford. <laughs> that was the only guy I recognized. I keep saying today. Bedford because the <laughs> city. Bedford. All right, tenth on our list, Nelson Semedo. He was generally at the bottom of all of our lists, and I think that's... I just don't think anyone has watched Nelson Tomato play. Like, I'm thinking in my in my brain. What, what, what did you have him in? Like, like 10th? Yeah, I, I had yeah, him 8th, like I think. I had him 8th as well. I had him... I still don't really know how I good he eight. is. I know he played, like, for Barcelona for, like, a year or two, but he never got, like, consistent starting time. He was always second choice. That's true. Um, ninth place, Hector Bellerin. Uh, I left him out of my list. Uh, Josh, he was sixth on yours. Mm-hmm. What constituted such a high placement? Or not not such a high placement, but a sixth place placement. Um, I compared to everyone else. Mostly it's because of, um, I think out of Arsenal, he is one of the only somewhat standout players. Uh, he's like one of six players where yeah. you want to look at them and be like, oh, he's, he's an interesting player. statistic I saw today. He has four foul throw-ins this oh, season. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's struggling. That was shocking. Throw-ins. He had two against Liverpool in one game. I remember that. Yeah. But I don't know where it came from, too. This has never happened once before. <laughs> I think it's just like the ACL injury. He was gone for a couple months and then just came back. That was my thing. It, is, mess it, it messes with your head, man. That was my thing. Is The reason I left him out is he was so good going forward and, like, that well, was, he still is good going No, forward. no, he still is good going forward, but he's obviously lost step pace-wise. Yeah. And sometimes when he gets in the box, he needs to shoot or pass way earlier. Yeah. And it's a right back, though. Yeah, he is a right back. And, I mean, defensively, if he goes... Since he's lost that step, as you were saying in the other right, episode, he kind, of, he kind of waits for you to go past him, then he tackles. Can't really he can't really do that yeah. anymore. So, that for me, that's why he wasn't on this my season, top This season, he seemed a lot worse one-on-one defending, to be honest. But he's been, like, insane on the attack. I think he has, like, six assists already this season in all competitions. Yeah. He's making, like, inverted runs, too, which just, just never saw before. It was always just overlap. But now he's, like, drifting into the middle, just the way Arteta plays. Or, yeah, the way Arteta tries to play with the fullbacks going in to create. In a tie for seventh place, we had Joe Tinsalo and Caesar as Um Josh and Owen left out as as P on their list. How come? Uh he's just getting old. I think he's yeah. I think he's just slowing down. I don't think there's much much of a future for him. He's he's been solid though for sure. I was I was really debating on putting him on my list or not. I had him very high on my list. I had him in the top two, I think, on my list. Yeah, he was second on my list. Second? Second. Wow. Really? Just because I think going forward, he's good. Okay. He's solid. Defensively, he's solid. He doesn't make errors. He's the captain of the team. Okay. He, he's and reliable. He got he's, pushed out of his position, though. He's old now, yeah. Wait, do you like, have him ahead of Restrain? Yeah. That's, that doesn't make sense to me, though. Restrain took his spot. Because he's old, though. I'm looking yeah, at, like, but, what No, but he's we're done. talking about right now. Yeah, because Aspie's been in the league for, like, 12 years. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, if you like, look at it, we've done, he's freaking better than everyone on the list. Yeah. I'm saying Aspie, I think, is still one of the top You still think he's backs. better than Reese James? Right now, yes, because Reese James is still rough around the edges. He's, but Reece he's James very young. over him. He's very young, though. Yeah, but he's 
starts over him. I mean, technically, you yeah, can make the I argument understand. like Ozil doesn't start. Ozil doesn't start. Does Ozil, does that does that mean Reese Nelson is a better player than Mesut Ozil? That's because Ozil talked about politics. As Pilicueta starts behind. Okay, Gabriel Jesus starts over Sergio Aguero. Aguero just came back from injury. As Pilicueta got also old. Aguero got pushed or not Aguero. As Pilicueta got pushed out of the first eleven because Reese James is better, not because he got injured or because of some other reason. Reese James just plays better. Reese James is a right midfielder. He, he plays right back. I don't know. That's not even. No. <laughs> right play, every right back on this list is a right midfielder. <sighs> that's true. That's true. All right. Sixth place, Matt Doherty. Um, Josh and Owen, you had him fairly high on your list. He was, I believe, in the bottom two on mine and pretty low on yours. I think he's like eighth. Eighth on yours. He was in that, that group with like Bellerin and then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Why do you think he was a top five player for you guys to put on your list? I mean, I would mostly say for results. Just because I think Spurs is doing well. So He hasn't played. Really? Serge Aurier has kind of been outperforming him this season when Doherty's been healthy. That's why I had Matt Doherty so high. He's getting outperformed by Aurier. Aurier yeah. sucks. That's why, I didn't, that's why I didn't have him. Because Serge Aurier is washed. Doherty was good at Wolves, though. At I still Wolves, don't think he was he's good, yeah. better than, like, whoever else we have. I, I don't think he's better than the top five players that we have, for sure. Probably definitely not them, but talking about the bottom. Much less, yeah, top top seven, top eight, so. I think you guys were a bit kind to him in putting him so high. Owen, do you want to chime in here on why you had him so high? Nice guy. <laughs> nice guy. Oh, you know him personally? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. Look at that picture of him right now. I respect it. Fifth, we had Ricardo Pereira. And Josh, you were very harsh to him. You had him ninth place. Yeah, that's... Why? Damn. That was more of just like... I skimmed over him on my list. And I should have. Put these, I put these lists together way too quickly. And just kind of throw them together. <laughs> Dude, to be honest, I don't really know how good he is. Well, he has okay. been injured for yeah, the better half of the year. Yeah. So, I, I mean, mean, when he's active, he's, though, like, he's a game-changer in that position. Yeah. I mean, we saw Liverpool put four past Leicester today. I think Pereira's in there. And the consistency and reliability he provides, I don't think they can see four. It was three, though, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, three, sorry. Three, not four. He has not played a game. Because of, of in, injury. Oh, yeah. I know. You said ladder half, I was just saying. He hasn't played a Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, fourth, Reese James. Um, generally, you, Dillette, Josh, and me, uh, we we had him like around the fourth, fifth position. Yeah. Uh, Owen, you had him second. Why? Second place. Do you uh, think he's the second best in the prem? Um, I'd put him higher, but I'd get criticized for that. I just love Reese James. Like, honestly, uh, I don't know. Like, couldn't tell you... Why? I can tell you why. Oh, wait, he plays for Chelsea. Huh. Um, and he also got, going back to last week, like his dreads, some nice hair. Um, <laughs> there's a lot about him. Nice guy. Great. He scored an absolute banger, like that first or second game for Chelsea. And it's just like, ever since then, I've had a crush on Reese James. So, Reese James, if you're, uh, if you're out there, if you're listening, uh, somehow uh, DM me, OEPass underscore 97. I think we need a segment where Owen just like goes around and does a date or not on like all the prem players. Cause I, mean, I really, I really like that. He's been he's been getting a little flirtatious with some of them. I just think that I, I'd love to have a conversation with these gentlemen. I think they're lovely, lovely dudes. Ah, uh, that's right. That's right. A fair. completely platonic conversation. That's fair. <laughs> um, a tie for second place: Aaron Wan Masaka, Kyle Walker. Would you guys be in agreement in saying those are two of the top three right backs? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. I, I didn't have Kyle Walker in my top three. I had him fourth. I had um, Trent, obviously, Bissaka, and Reese James above him. 
And that's just because of the amount of mistakes he makes. Yeah, his head's yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking of putting Reese James above him as well. Yeah, so that was it for me, like, consistently making mistakes. And for me, I think, as a defender, one mistake can cost you the game, basically. So, if he, if he maybe limits those mistakes more, yeah, I might see what happens. First place, and I think this one goes without saying, Trent Alexander-Arnold. First place on everyone's list. Mm-hmm. Except Owen's initial list. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I don't know, man. He was, he was killing me in fantasy. So I just had to, I had to kick him off. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I had Trent a little bit lower on my initial list before I revised it. Just because uh, he was kind of killing me in fantasy. I'll be honest. <laughs> Two weeks in a row, it was like zero points. It was like negative one points. And it's just, I couldn't have that on my team. Could not have that on my team. That's fair. I mean, I respect that. I respect that. Fantasy, judging the top ten list. Yeah, that's how it goes. That's how I make my judgments. I like it. I I had him first because obviously, once in a lifetime talent there. I mean, kind of changed the way the modern right back. Yeah. Or like help change the way. Not. I don't know if he changed. He's so no. I mean, I think think he's like he's like the product of the new generation. Like he's the right back now. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I, I, I definitely agree with that very strongly. All right, now moving in to our question and answer round. We're each going to go around, ask a question, and then discuss. Owen, my question for you is how big was this win for Liverpool given the amount of injuries they've had? crossing well, defended well. He did everything a right back should. I mean, he's not Trent, and he doesn't have the legs of Trent, but he did a very, very good job, and they kept a clean sheet against a luster side. I, I think he I might think. I think he might be faster than Trent. You think he might be faster than Trent? in better shape. Better shape? Bro. Yeah, dude, have you seen James Milner? He is full. He's like a little yeah. tank. He's a little tank. I think he's the most um, fit person at Liverpool. Shakiri. No. No, like... Oh, like... Oh, fitness, okay, like, okay, okay. Like... I remember I was once watching well, like one of their like training videos on YouTube or something. Like they did the beep test and he was like like it was, it was like J V versus varsity for wow. James Milner. Like he was clear of everyone, like stamina wise. Jeez. And he's like thirty five. He does have an yeah. incredible work rate. Yeah. That's the one thing. People always judge players by their age. I mean like if they're performing, they're performing. Yeah, like if they're performing, yeah. they're performing. Like like, I, I, stupid to say, but, like, age is a number. Like, your body doesn't age the way. Yeah, yeah true. And it's hard to tell whose who's legs are going to go whenever mm-hmm. they start exactly. hitting, like, the early 30s. Exactly. And, like, people say, like, a bombing is, like, like 31. But, I mean, I, I still don't know if he's going to slow down, like, yeah. pace-wise. Like, I, you just can't really tell. I mean, like, you look at the goals Aguero has scored, and they've just been consistent year in, yeah. year out. And even though he's getting old. So, I mean, stop judging people by age. Oh, you look at Ibra. He scored two goals. Oh yeah, he had a brace today. He's thirty-nine. Mm-hmm. let my question to you: We saw Saka, Aubameyang, Willian, Pepe, Reese Nelson, and Willick all play against Leeds, and Arsenal have still failed to score in seven and a half hours of Prem gameplay. Or sorry, they have fa- yeah failed to score from open play in seven and a half hours. Does this fall on Arteta? Does this fall on the players? Where do Arsenal go from here? I think it falls on Arteta, but... Oh, also the players as well. Both Arteta and the players. I mean, obviously we have the squad that we have now, so we're just going to have to deal with it until transfer window. But, I mean, for the last couple of games, our midfield has mostly been Partey and Elneny, and then today it was um, Ceballos and Jacka. And I mean, Leeds is a is gonna be a like a tough, not a tough game for necessarily goals, but at least for chance creation, just because we didn't have much of the ball, really, like the entire game. 
I don't know. It seemed like our creative midfielders were just too busy dealing with, like, the pressure of the game. I mean, El Nenny had COVID. And, I mean, he's not really a creative midfielder. He's more of a horizontal I think El Nenny would have helped, though, because he would have taken the a pressure bit of, yeah, the pressure off of mm-hmm. Willick and Sabayas to mm-hmm. actually go and create. It was just a tough game for the, for the midfield, especially. Xhaka completely lost on the field. I forgot he was there for most of the game. Sabayas kind of having to drop deep to... To like win the ball and everything, it's just not the best game. I think Willian needs to give up on football, run his restaurant full time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you you were saying in earlier episodes you want to see that attacking front of Nelson, Willick, Saka. I mean, we we didn't say we, we didn't, we didn't see Enkedia. Yeah, we didn't we didn't see much of Saka. We didn't see Enkedia at all. But I mean, like you got some of what you wanted. Yeah, I mean, once now it's just the midfield, uh, and yeah, unfortunate of not having on many in party. Yeah, I think Willick needs to get more time in, and I think he was also asked to do a lot defensively, especially for someone that was in like the like the advanced midfield role. But I mean, you put like Party and Elneny behind him, maybe then he has a lot more opportunities to get forward and stuff. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Josh, my question to you, very simple: Do Tottenham win the league? Oh, so not that simple, but... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um... It's hard to say, obviously, right now. Still early. Mm -hmm. Um, They are a... A great contender. I don't don't think they're pretenders, you know? Um, Spurs, though. Do they... It's Spursy of them to to start off like this. I know. And And so I I was saying, to win the league, I don't think so. But I think, you know, for a while, we'll be kind of like, well... I think they might pull it off and then. I know hit we wall. have one hardcore Spurs fan who listens. Um, really? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Um, and we were saying this with Sam Ty. We, we were all in agreement when we said the good teams find a way. Earlier, it was City finding a way. I mean, against Leicester, it took a center back with a 30 yard strike to win. Mm. It, it took these 1-0, 2-1 games to win. And then last year, it was Liverpool. I mean, games coming into the closing minutes against Aston Villa, against all these different teams where they needed their left back to score a header to win. And we saw Tottenham do it against West Brom. We've seen them grind out wins. We saw them park the bus against City, still win. And I think that win today was massive for them. We can't forget they beat United 6-1. They play Chelsea next weekend, which will be very interesting. They have a very tough run of games. Their next six games are Arsenal, City, um, Liverpool, and Leicester. Are four of their six. Dude, I'm not looking forward to that game. The only hope of Tottenham not winning the league, or I mean, not winning the league. I mean, I think if anyone's going to win the league with Tottenham, it'll be Jose Mourinho. Mm. They look so good defensively. I think the only thing that could keep them possibly is like the Europa League games and just having to deal with the fixtures. Other than that, though, it's kind of scary seeing Tottenham do well. <laughs> it is. It, it's a weird sight to see, but it'd be very Spursy of them. Yeah, it'd be very Spursy of them to kind of just bottle this. But but they were so good against City. I mean, even falling into a back six, kind of. We, we saw that with uh, Arsenal against uh, United, just parking the bus. And I saw Sissoko's first half positioning, and it was right next to Alderweireld. And, I mean, they played City well. They played City very well. Because as soon as City get their wingbacks into the midfield position and feed De Bruyne, like, it's basically over. And they were just pressing end-to-end. And they did such a good job of that. I love him so much. Uh, there, there's a documentary on Netflix where it's like coaches' thoughts or something, and it's like coaches' mentality and outlook on life. They were like asking him about his childhood, and he was like, "No, I don't want to speak." And then they were like, "They were like, oh, okay, what what made you Jose?" He's like, "Jose made Jose. Nobody made Jose." <laughs> All right, Josh, you have some questions. All right, uh, I'm gonna go to Rohan first, obviously. 
for a little span there yesterday. Uh, Chelsea was at the top of the table. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's go. Do you think their form will drop? Yeah. When, when no, do you think that'll it's happen? It's a long season. It's a long season, and it's definitely going to happen in December. We're going to see those run of games where it's just basically playing what every two three days essentially. They got a deep. They got a deep attacking roster. They have a roster, deep attacking, attacking roster, roster, but and a deep midfield. I don't know. I mean, well, Jorginho is basically on his way out. I think he's going to leave the club. So yeah. it comes down to Kovacic and Conte and Havertz really. I mean, who else do they have in the midfield? I don't think they. Oh, they, they, they have that either. youngster, Billy Gilmore. Billy Gilmore. And now that I think about it, their midfield's kind of thin. They're, they're attacking. Of, they have a lot of number tens, but they don't have anyone do. other than Conte and Kovacic, Billy Gilmore. They do. I mean, every every team goes through a period where they feel invincible, but they'll drop eventually. And when they drop, I think it's going to be hard. I think their back line is good, and their forwards are good. They have what three good center backs. Zuma, Thiago Silva, and Rudiger. Rudiger, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have Christensen in there. Yeah, Christensen's kind of a little bit worse than them. Rudiger's okay. I mean, Zuma's I think sick. Zuma's, yeah. 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 I think they'll be alright, honestly. I don't think they'll be alright. You think so? I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, they're young players, too. I mean, aside from Thiago Silva, the rest of them are... are yeah, but they're young. Con- Con- Conte's old and experienced. They're, the young guys are like... It's not like they're young and experienced. It's like they're young and they played in the Champions League for a season or two. That's fair. Yeah, they've had, like, they've had some good experience. Yeah, like you but I'm saying they don't have, like, that prem December experience. Yeah, they don't have any tough guys, big, tough, strong men from the team. And you, know, like, you, said that, you said that, you go, said that, you said that. Going at them, you know, two, three times a week. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, bro, I'm not saying anything, bro. It's the other two. It's not me. <laughs> nah, I think they'll be fine. They'll be straight. I, I, I kind of agree. I think they'll... Obviously, they'll go through a little tough patch, like very minimal tough patch. They'll go roller coaster kind of through it, but I think they'll. I think their attacking power is just so strong. I think it's just they have like two top six front threes. That's like the thing, fours. though. Is one injury to that back line? Yeah, it's shaky. It's shaky. Yeah. Shaky. I mean, it, come, it becomes an outscoring game. I mean, we saw them without Chilwell, who filled in that left back. I have no idea. I think Azpilicueta went over to the left yeah, side. Yeah, they have Azpilicueta filling in. You know what? You know what's a really good. What I liked from them was um, back five with Asby in the middle. Mm. They played that once or twice. I see that word. It was super nice. Or defensively, at least, it was super nice. I don't think they're one injury off. I think. Like, you don't think so? I think they're gonna. It, it'll be two injuries. Two. Like, at, like they need two injuries to actually struggle. I mean, anyone in that back line gets injured. Asby look what's filling in, and they're just fine. That's true. All right, Owen. What were your thoughts on the uh, the Villa Brighton game? I'll be honest, I didn't watch it. <sighs> I watched it. It <laughs> was brilliant end to end. The first I really minutes, liked. the first thirty minutes were so good. It was what City Leeds should have been. <laughs> it was so good. It was so end to end. It was so good to watch. Ollie Watkins. I know he was on fire, but I think he's cooled off a little bit. That's, yeah, I was he about missed, to say that. He missed a god-awful lot of big chances, like like touches inside the box, shots he should have hit for sure. But Matt Ryan played super good, too, the Brighton keeper. You think mm. he's cooling off? Not like a bad game? No, 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 no. I, I, I think it was a bad game. Uh, he, he definitely cooled off for that game. I think least. he'll come back next week and score again, like two or three. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I like Ollie Watkins. Hopefully he plays Arsenal. Dude, hopefully he freaking goes to Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you sent me a video that his yeah, family are Arsenal fan. fan. He was like, yeah, I can't talk to my family this week now. Because he scored two against Arsenal. Oh, man. <laughs> might, might see a switch coming. Dude, I, I hope. Did I tell you about, um, off topic, but, you know, like Camavinga, the French dude plays for Rennes. He's like 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, I think, fifth. Fifth on the Golden Boy Awards. Yes, yes, that's why I know. He said his clubs of choice right now are, I think it was Real Madrid, Juventus, and Arsenal. <laughs> because he's a boyhood Arsenal fan. Bro, y'all gotta let Ozil go. You know, you don't have the finances. <laughs> Dude, I know, right? You he's, don't have the he's finances. Like, he's like a 70 million pound teenager. Yeah, you, Arsenal, you, 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 have, you, you have to fire a mascot to get party. Yeah, bro, what's it called? Dude, the Arsenal juice, it's gonna... The Invincible juice is gonna run eventually. I think Arsenal have... Six years left. Six years? Of, like, being trash. Like, if we don't, like, become good in the next six years, 
it's like it's gonna be like what happened to Leeds in like the nineties, mm, yeah, where they yeah, just yeah. completely fall off. It's gonna be so play. Arsenal of them. It's gonna be a saying now. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I mean Arsenal banter error already happened. Now it's just like it's just sad if they do bad now. They got if Arteta's not the guy, it's it's bad news. Because <laughs> we do not have the time. I, to I don't think I don't think Arteta is the guy for Arsenal. I think I Spain, the Spanish I mean, style of play. It's been like, it's like five months, bro. No, no, no. I, I, no, no. So I'm linking this to Pep because he plays like Pep yeah. does and Bielsa does. So I'm saying that Spanish South American style of play. I don't whoa, know. Whoa, I don't know whoa, if it's whoa, whoa. those are not the same. So okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> the Spanish style of play. Yeah. I think the answer has been found to it in the Prem at least. I mean, but he brings like a defensive grit to it. I don't know. It's Isn't a bit so? different. Yeah. I mean. We'll see once he gets his full squad. But I, I just, I'm just saying, the next generation of you, of like talent in the world, they're not gonna, they're not gonna know about the Invincibles, and they're not gonna want to come to Arsenal's off that's of that, true. off of that Invincibles. Because this is the, because bar- we barely know yeah, about. We the barely know. We, we don't even get to yeah, watch the games. The next generation is not gonna care about Arsenal. They're gonna know them first from losing in the Champions League final, getting like, like trolled out of that. And then just like banter, banter era for like nine years. So yeah, if we don't do good now, it's wraps. Um, but on that note, uh, Arsenal, who would you want as a manager? I don't think there's. I don't know, dude. What what kind of like style would you want at least? I mean, obviously, like an attacking manager would, like, be nice. But I think Pochettino. No, we couldn't get Pochettino. No, 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 I'm saying, like... Well, I, 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 would just, just, I would just say, yeah. theoretically, oh, just who theory, yeah, would you yeah, want? Like, like you I need mean, that free-flowing Arsene play. Wenger back, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's... Well, I want Sir Alex. <laughs> 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 you know what the funny thing is? Wenger <laughs> got chased out of Arsenal for always oh, yeah, finishing, like, season. top four yeah. and always, like, just missing out. Top four was different, though, because there was... There was no Liverpool. Yeah. And there was no Tottenham. And there was, like... A city for like the last couple of years of Arsenal. No, but what I'm saying is like they wanted Wagner out. Yeah, because, because he, was, he like, was only getting top. Yeah, four. And, and now, now it's like, <laughs> please get top six. Yeah, <laughs> that's my thing. Yeah. That's what I find so funny. But yeah, now nah, I think I think Arteta's good. Obviously, like like I like attacking like attacking style on the field. But I mean, I, I mean he's he's won like silverware in his first season. That's it's great. only the community whatever McDonald's and the FA Cup. Cup. Yeah. I mean, FA Cup's like a relatively serious trophy. Nothing that... I mean, it's something to rave about in your first season, I yeah, guess, yeah, in, yeah. in charge. But yeah, it's nothing to be like, oh, he's accomplished or anything. I think Pochettino's, like, free-flowing play with the youngsters you have. Yeah. I feel bad for those youngsters. They didn't sign up for this. <laughs> <laughs> they signed up to play under Banger and do freaking winger ball. And now they're playing in a back nine. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. That's Defending tough. nil nil against Leeds for the draw. For their lives too. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and the post was Gabriel. the best player. Oh yeah, yeah, bro. Post was insane. Uh, I think Leeds hit the post three times within the span of fifteen minutes. Jeez. I don't think it'll take a a crazy good coach honestly to save Arsenal because they have an an okay squad. They're just missing a couple pieces. That's fair. Like he's, we have like like six. Five or six like really good players that you can build around. I mean, you think you just need that one, that yeah. one instrumental piece? You think, think that'll so. just change it? I don't think it's one. I think last summer it was like four, and then we got Party and Gabrielle. So now I think it's like two, maybe three if Aubameyang's out the door. I think he has a. Uh, oh well, he, he might be. It he must depends. be regretting that contract extension. Yeah, but I mean, he likes the club. He does. Yeah. Alright, Dillette, you had some questions. Okay, Josh, I want to come to you. Because I have genuinely no idea what's going on in Manchester United. I'm hoping you can provide some insight. <laughs> I mean, they're winning. Everyone wants West Brom. I mean, Tottenham won one nil against West Brom. No, no, I'm just saying, like, it's still, yeah. it's still yeah, West Brom. still West Brom, but, like, they're going back. I just don't know what's. They seem to be playing well, and then just, like, like not winning, but then also mm-hmm. like winning at the end. Yep. I don't know. Like it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Like what? How, did y'all win one nil this weekend? Yeah, it was PK. It was yeah, PK from Bruno, Bruno that had to be retaken. Yeah. I mean the retakes are. I mean the keeper. 
the, the keeper, keeper dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're I mean, always they're like actually off their line. It's not like it's an unjust retake. No, no, no. It's not an unjust retake. I, I think that rule's stupid. Owen, what do you think of that rule that the keeper has to have two feet on the on the line when the ball's kicked? It, it makes it a lot more difficult. Yeah, because you played keeper in high school, so. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I like, understand it, but it just makes it so much harder because, like, you can't. I, like, I just don't understand, like, how you're supposed to be able to save it then. Unless it's, like, right at you because you're not going to be able to, you can't step off the line. Like, you're not going to be able to get to the corner. Yeah, unless you're, like, like, Mendy or Nick Pope, who's, like, 6'7". Yeah, unless you're, like, you're, like, yeah, unless you're, like, 6'10". You're not going to be able to just. No, 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 it's not a card. It's just a retake. You watched the MLS game. There was some, some, something I saw that I was, like, really confused by. That was in the MLS. I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, a card? Yeah, so it was the playoffs, Orlando City, and it was, the keeper had a yellow in the game, and it was pen shootouts, and he was, like, off his line or whatever, and but he saved it. So then he got a yellow, second yellow, red, so their right back had to come in. And he saved the penalty to send them into the next round. What? what? It was crazy. It was absolute scenes. Dude, the MLS just seems wild. Yeah, it's, 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 it's Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, not, not a fan of it. Not right. a fan. Okay, but back to your question. Oh yeah. Um, to begin with, Bruno. For, if we didn't have Bruno Fernandez, we would be shambles. Shambles. He's playing great. He's he's, he's been playing great. Yeah, he, like, he, he was like insane. Oh, the ball he played the Juan Mata. Oh, I know. That was a, that was about. a ping. Mm. Mm. And like, <sighs> Martial was a little shaky that game. There was some good, you know, opportunities. He just didn't. He's he's just rough right now, dude. I'm telling you, yeah. his girlfriend. <laughs> he, needs, he needs that. He needs that extra little edge right there, and that's Chino's girlfriend. The scandal boost. <laughs> The informed scandal card. Um, Alright, another question for me then. Uh, Rohan, so, obviously, City lost today. Mm -hmm. Do you think it was just Tottenham are better, or what do you think? I think Mourinho was better. Uh, I think Mourinho was better. So, Mourinho, that game, was basically like, you can have the ball outside the box. You're not getting any touches inside the box. Which is exactly how. Which is how City play, and that's what they rely on. And when the City players don't take those chances from outside the box, when they don't create something special, it makes it very, very difficult. And conceding that first early goal allowed Mourinho to play so defensively that he didn't need to push for a goal at all. Because if you look at the standings, City needed that win much more than Tottenham did. And Tottenham got a point out of that, I think they're fine. If City got a point out of that, nah. Like, City needed that three points. But they didn't get it. And conceding that first early goal was so detrimental to them in that game plan. I, th- I mean, what's the saying? When, when there's an early goal, all game plans go out the window. Like, it changes the whole dynamic of the game. Mm-hmm. And conceding was so bad for City. And th- for City, they need to shoot. They need to shoot. They need to shoot. It's crazy how much I yell at the TV and they still don't listen to me. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It's almost like they can't hear me. But... Like, my thing was, there's these opportunities that won't show up on the stat sheet. You won't see these, like, touches in the box where they can shoot. You don't see these these touches where they bring it down inside the box or pass it off instead of shooting. Like, that's going to show up on the stat sheet. When I'm watching Gabriel Jesus play and when I'm watching these players, they take all these touches inside the box instead of shooting the damn ball, and it's so frustrating for me. One thing, one thing I saw about that game is that you know you said they they couldn't get inside the box, you know, um, and it made them a little. From what I saw, it was a little one dimensional. Like when mm-hmm. they started, they started trying to force it with those. I mean, obviously they were they weren't they don't I don't think they shoot enough obviously outside the box yeah. or anything, yeah. but they were forcing it and it was so predictable when they wanted to. Thirty minutes in, I was saying, if he brings on Foden and Sterling right now, we'll be fine. But he brought him on in like the seventieth minute instead and. It was a lot tougher, and they, we conceded the second goal. But Mares 
hats off to Regulon and Hoiberg. Hoiberg? Hoiberg. Shut down. Shut down Kevin De Bruyne. Shut down Mares. I don't think Mares. It it was. Regulon made him look like a championship player. (laughs) Mares did not get past him one time. Mares forgot that it's not AFCON. Yeah, dude, Mares forgot he's not playing again. (laughs) (laughs) Against these these bad players. I mean. Shutting down Kevin De Bruyne is not an easy task. Like, that takes a full, cohesive, pressing unit to shut down Kevin De Bruyne. And they did a very, very good job of it. Dude, Tottenham on the counterattack? So nice. They were... That was another thing. Rodri? I know you don't like Rodri. Dude, I think Rodri's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> you, with, with this season, Harry Kane, one thing I've noticed... I, I noticed this the first two games. You cannot allow him to collect the ball oh, yeah, and then playing, turn around. He was playing six against Joe. You, you can't allow him to collect the ball and turn around. The goal that we scored, uh, Ruben Diaz, the Laporte, tried to set an offside trap. Cancelo didn't read it in time and Song was played in by Kane. But I'm looking at Rodgers' positioning in that, and he's off to the right-hand side instead of on Kane from a throw-in. I mean, from a throw-in, it's inexcusable, really. Is that the one where, like, KDB's tracking him? Yeah, that, no, 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 that, that was La Celso's goal. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. That was yeah. La Celso's goal. No. You cannot allow that, but that goal was caused because Harry Kane was allowed to turn in the midfield, yeah, they get were his head up, and make a pass. Yeah, yeah. King And, I mean, I think they would have realized against Southampton, you need to press Kane hard, make him play it backwards, and then if they score that way, if they score that way, it's good football. But you can't allow him to turn on a counter yeah. when you have Song and, in the future, Bale and Mora running in. It's a threat. They could have had another one too. The one that was offsides. Yep. Yeah. 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 That was Son's sweats of Kane. Oh yeah. That was such a nice piece of football. Dude, they and I wish like, it counted. They looked like uh, Real Madrid, like Jose's uh, Real Madrid. They did. They did. Dude, and they would send it up to Benzema. Or get it to Benzema. That's and what he I'm would saying. Just create for them. Is United is so screwed. They couldn't even do it with Mourinho. <laughs> I mean, they they were all right with Mourinho. I, I just enjoy Mourinho. But I don't enjoy Mourinho. So you don't, yeah, play, you don't like personally. But yeah, got I, I, I respect him as a manager. I think he's... What did you guys win? Was it Europa League or Europa? Europa or yeah. Or you guys were winning, but Yeah. All right. And um, for Owen, you there? Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Of all the, of all the Chelsea players on the attack, who's your favorite right now? Because honestly, I can't. I, I don't watch too many Chelsea games, and whenever I do, I can't really tell who's, like, the main factor in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good problem. They all just, yeah, they all just seem, like, like good, but no one is, like, standing out and saying to me, I don't know. Yeah, um, my favorite, I'd have to say Timo, Timo Rune. I don't know, just put about it. He just, he just amazes me, because, like, just watching this dude run, and just after the ball, he's so insanely I'm really telling you, dude, we need play. this Raider date segment with Owen. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like, an, he's like a German Michael Owen. Yeah, he's just in love with these players. He was talking about the hair last episode. But he was talking about it so passionately. But, It's just beautiful just, so just watching smooth, watching the smooth technique yeah. that he hits it with. Dude, I don't know. I don't know where just, that power comes from, but they just... You know what power I don't understand? When Aguero, like, kind of lets it run across his body... Oh, and he turns on he it? He gets so yeah. much power on it. It's because he's short, man. It's because he's short and he's stocky. He's it's just, like, crazy. He's like a spring. No, because, like, <laughs> like, your momentum is going away from the ball, kind of. 
That's crazy. It's like the pa- it's like the power of Van Dyke, but if you just like compress it, it's, <laughs> yeah. like, it's like five foot eight. That's Shakiri, actually. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> For me, it's Ziek. Ziek oh, yeah, yeah, is Ziek. just so nice to watch. He's a he's so nice. Those in swinging crosses from the left hand side. Oh my gosh! And he tortured Chelsea with with that in the Champions League too. And he was on Ajax. He scored that free kick and that ball to Quincy Promise. Kappa. <laughs> oh, Kappa. Kappa's my favorite to watch. <laughs> Alright, Owen, you had some questions. Uh, I just have a, it's kind of a simple one, and I have it for everybody. Um, do you think that the, the bottom three are going to stay, or do you think there's going to be some uh, mid-table team that just drops to the very bottom? Who's at the bottom three currently? Is it West uh, Brom, right Fulham, a, and Sheffield? West Brom, Burnley, Sheffield. Fulham, it's like, it's very, very close. Fulham's in 17th with four points, and then every place below that is one point less. And for, then Brighton's in 16th with nine. For me, it's going to come down to who wins between those four teams. Like, when they face each other, when it's like Fulham, Burnley, whoever comes out with the most points from those games is going to stay up. Because, I mean, unless there's a major upset where they're, like, beating these other teams, they just simply don't have the quality to compete in the Premier League anymore. And what, one, of, one of those teams is going to end up staying, and it's not going to be because they turned it around or they were playing good. It's because the other three were that bad. It's just because they're the, they're the best of the worst. Not even the best of the worst. The luckiest of the worst. The luckiest of the worst, probably. I mean, that's what it comes down to sometimes. I think West Brom will get out of it. Uh, it's a, I think Fulham will... Drop down. I think... Fulham fans were screaming for Lookman's head after that Penenka penalty. <laughs> uh, not even penalty, that attempt at a penalty. Because that, that could have been a massive, massive... Yeah. Would that have gotten them the win? Is that what it was for? Or the draw? The draw. I mean, uh, any, when you're in that situation, any <laughs> point... Because, oh my gosh, if the season ended today, they're, they're down. If he scores that penalty, there's... They're tied to stay up, and it comes down to goal difference. All right, now moving into our brand new segment, last segment of this episode, personal testimonies. We're each gonna go around say something interesting, that funny or interesting that happened this week. I'll go first. I don't know if this is funny or interesting, but it's more terrifying. Um, so I always go to Trader Joe's to get my frozen meals. Right? <laughs> and, and, no, 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 no. No, listen, listen, listen. Nice. And, and uh, I was making pasta on this particular day, and I was watching uh, something on YouTube. It must have been like a FIFA 21 pack opening or something. But I was watching something on YouTube. And, you know, I finish cooking, I eat, I go upstairs, and I shower, and I'm in bed. And then my dad calls me down. Or, no, 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 no sorry. I wasn't, I was in bed, then I went dropped my sister off at practice, came back. So this was like a two-hour span or so. And I come home, and my dad's like, dude, you left the heat on, on the stove. On the stove top. <laughs> yeah, so, so luckily, luckily, it was just the, it was the fire and not the, just the gas, because that would have been terrible. So that was, some, that was my personal testimony for the week. <laughs> Uh, mine, mine's pretty simple. I, uh, I'm house sitting for my brother. I mean, he's got two dogs, and I'm taking care of them. So I'll get to go home to that right now. That's pretty fun. Very delightful. You guys have some crazy lives. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got something. Oh, yeah, about? okay, okay, go on the line. Go on the line. I almost died. Top that. Yeah, I actually saved 12 babies from a burning fire. I called BS. How? I didn't want anything to pick them up one by one. I grabbed him by the neck. How come you're on the news? How come you're on the news? Yeah. Uh, dude, you know, it's all COVID right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, don't wanna, they don't want to cover the real story. How, how, how was the... What was the address of the house? I was burning. I can't say that one here. Oh, okay. okay. It doesn't matter. Why? I mean, the house is in shambles. Spurs fans listening. <laughs> <laughs> so, how are there 12 babies in one house? Baby house? You're asking a lot of questions, dude. Uh, I mean, I'm just curious. Do you want to know about these babies? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I've been talking to you all week. This hasn't come up. So I'm calling BS. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Okay, all right, all right. Owen, what about you? 
Uh, so, so last night uh, I was at Wendy's uh, and I went and I paid my card back in my wallet to my wallet in my lap. Uh, and then I'm driving out to this lookout spot to look at the mountains. It's really nice. It's uh, let's, let's look at the stars. Uh, it's probably like midnight. So we're going. Uh, and this one dude that's driving, he didn't see us like a speed bump in the road. So he's going like 40, 40 to 40. Don't worry, it's legal. Um, so he's going, and then he hits the speed bump at 40 miles an hour, and like all the Wendy's goes flying everywhere. So <laughs> <laughs> everything is like uncovered in Sprite. Everything is just, it's a mess. It's, it's disgusting. Any shakes in the car? No shakes in the car. Lucky, lucky. Yeah, yeah. Lucky boy. uh, So, that happened, and then, I was so worried about the Sprite, that I didn't realize that my wallet had gone somewhere. Don't know where it went. Um, So then we got to the lookout, and I'm like hopping out of the car, and I'm like, feeling around my pockets, and I don't feel my wallet. Oh, you you Um, did that panic pat down, where you're like patting all your pockets like four times to see where your wallet's Yeah. Even the shirt pocket. I was wearing a flannel, even the shirt pocket. (laughs) Couldn't find it, so I lost my wallet last night. Um, Have you not found it? I've not found it. Don't think I'm going to find it. I checked that car, searched that for like 30 minutes last night, uh, and then I searched the spot, like where the lookout was, and then we made it back to Wendy's, searched there, and then today I even like did it in the daylight. Wow. Still nothing. Kind of gave up. your driver's license, all of that? Everything, everything. Credit cards, debit cards, cash, uh, business cards. The one thing that I'm like honestly the most upset about is either my Wendy's key tag that gets me a free mini frosty every time I go, or uh, I had this business card that I found two years ago like on the street, uh, and it was for like some dude's YouTube channel, and his name is Mr. Smellgood, but he's got this like caricature <laughs> of him doing like a little smirk. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't give him a shout out on this. <laughs> hey, Mr. Smogan, if you're out there, uh, you heard the Instagram earlier in the show, DM me. Uh, <laughs> no, but it was just, uh, it, it's been a tragic past uh, 20 hours. Wow. Big F in the chat. Yeah. I'm sorry, Owen. We can, use our, we can yeah. use our massive platform to say, yeah. if you find Owen's wallet, please DM us on Instagram. Yeah, all, all five of you listening out there. If you hear this and you're in Colorado, find Owen's wallet. First one to find it gets to come on the show. Exactly. <laughs> a special shout out too. And uh, yeah, let me well, know. We'll do. We'll do. Well, on that buzzkill of a note, we're gonna end the episode. We'll catch you guys next week. <laughs> and Owen will actually be here. And Owen will actually be here with us. He's coming home from Colorado. Coming home this weekend. Coming home. So it's going to be very exciting. It's going to be a very fun episode. Lots of antics. And we'll catch you guys in the next one. Thank you. Appreciate it.